My cough yeah. gets cold. It's like 39 degrees outside. Is it? It's chilly. Wow. I thought it was going to be up in the 60s today. Yeah, but it's starting <laughs> off in the 30s. <laughs> A nice autumn day for our official Halloween episode. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Cue up the spooky music. That sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny.com. All right. Well, let me go ahead and do this. Hey, everyone. Uh, welcome to the podcast That Sounds Funny. Or because of Halloween, probably very spooky. And this is the week of August, the August, October 26th. <laughs> what am I thinking of? October 26th, 2021, episode 50. Two, one Yay. year, yeah, one full year. Happy uh, birthday to we'll, us. <laughs> next week we'll kick off our season two. You might say, yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, but hey, I'm your host Keith, and the voices you've been hearing are my co-hosts, blah, 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 Terry <laughs> and Ghostly Jill. <laughs> I'm in my devil suit today. We should have a video turned on. It's my red devil suit. Oh no, the trap door fell open in the back. Ah. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it is uh, going to be Halloween this coming weekend. And uh, we are two blind brothers and a blind sister, if I haven't said that already. And telling it the way we see it. We'd like to start out with a opening story. Something, a classic family story, reading what you're doing. What's on your mind? Oh, get us going here. Does anyone have a question? Anybody got anything? Um, I got, I got one. I, I think I might. Uh, this what happened. What happened with me was a, a while back when my kids were all living at home. You know, I have three daughters, so of course we always had a stock of and hairspray. the other one, <laughs> and the other one. But he didn't use the hairspray, so. Okay. The girls always had hairspray in the bathrooms. And one day when it was real windy, I went and grabbed some hairspray. You know, I was doing my hair and sat it on the sink and went on about my day. And later on, when the kids came home, they said, Mom, what is this on the sink? I, well, that's hairspray, isn't it? And they said, no, that's the cat's flea medicine. <laughs> the cat's flea, cat's flea spray. <laughs> I said, well, my hair stayed in place and it smelled good. So I thought it was hairspray and... They said to have fleas that day. <laughs> yeah, you were protected. <laughs> uh, I couldn't believe it. It felt like a bottle of the hairspray that they always use. <laughs> well, um, I do see, have a note here. Um, this is actually, uh, I found this, uh, these, there's a couple of news blurbs I found from an archaeological website. So it's kind of a new story, but it's about old stuff. Mm. They recently have found mm. the oldest toilet that dates back to 1270 BC. Wow. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Find, find was it a Tupperware bowl? <laughs> yeah. You, you know, seal it up, it will turn in there fresh. Still smelled like you know Egyptian butt or something. I don't know. 
I just assumed back then they just went in a hole in the ground or something. Well, yeah. Well, you, you had to be rich. You had to be very wealthy to own your own toilet. It's hmm. probably porcelain though. Or something. Yeah. Well, I don't know a lot about it. Or an article said you, it was only the rich people who had those. Everyone else, I guess, like I said, go out and pooped in a hole in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Another thing, the ARPA headline said, things that go bump in the night. The oldest drawing of a ghost is discovered. <laughs> it seems people that lived even thousands of years ago would enjoy a good old classic ghost story. Uh, a Assyriologist, I guess somebody who studies Assyria, has found a drawing that looks like it may be the world's oldest depiction of a ghost. Uh, the image was found on a clay tablet in ancient Egypt, estimated to be 3,500 years old. One side wow. of the tablet depicts handcuffed a man being led into the afterlife by his lover. <laughs> It is obviously a male ghost, and he is miserable. <laughs> That's a quick uh, news blurb for opening story. From archaeology. Yeah. <laughs> I've got, so I've been reading, watching TV, downloaded some more series. Snapping up businesses left and right. Yeah. In the process of it's like Monopoly, you know, you find out <laughs> another business. I'm in the process of getting, uh, we'll see how that goes. Yeah, well, wait for the, the so green light from the bank tomorrow to go proceed. A developing story, so stay tuned. Yeah, on the edge of your seat, like all yeah, the rest of so, <laughs> so I really got, I got that. And then, Nothing funny going on, but I was downloaded the latest version of uh, Grace and Frankie on SamNet, season seven. That's oh. <laughs> from Netflix show. Uh, season seven only seems to have four episodes in it for some reason. I don't know why, but. Hmm. Well, them people are getting pretty old. <laughs> well, it also said tw- it was uh, like 2020 season so it's like well that's probably because the corona cut it short or something but yeah that could be too anyway up uh, now segue into news i guess no holidays we do have some holidays happy holiday may the calendar keep bringing happy holidays that's jumping too far ahead yeah, you just chop worth the bit for those news stories. And I will tell you that, uh, you know, we always ask for listener feedback. We actually have some listener feedback news stories. So prepare cool. for those. All right. But holidays, uh, we'd like to go full circle Tuesday to Tuesday, today being October 26th. We'll review what we read last week. Uh, today is Austrian National Day. Of course, the famous Austrian would be uh, Adolf Hitler, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, <laughs> <laughs> and people in between. It's also National Chicken Fried Steak Day. 
Yum. Uh, National Day of the Deployed. So all you troops out there who are deployed, it's your day. National Pumpkin Day. And I actually have a pumpkin story later. October 27th, Wednesday. It is one of those weird ones again. G-E-E-L-O-N-G. G-Long Cup Day. <laughs> Whatever heck a G-Long is, you make a cup out of it, and it's that day. <laughs> National yeah. American Beer Day. Maybe that's what a G-Long is, is a cup of beer. Oh. There you go. National Black Cat Day. Ooh. They should have said that for the 31st. We had a Black Cat Day last month. Remember that? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I remember being a little bit perturbed that it didn't wait to Halloween on that one. Those are Black all Cats right. have all the days. Uh, National <laughs> Mentoring Day. It's Navy Day. What? I thought we had Navy Day. What? Oh, damn, I'm here. Yeah, I'm on the right week. October 28th, Thursday. Uh, International Animation Day. National Chocolate Day. Mm. National First Responders Day. National Immigrants Day. Another weird one. Ohi Day. Ohi? <laughs> O-H-I. Maybe it's O-I. Ohi Day. Oh, hi. I didn't see you come a day. <laughs> How did morning get here so soon? <laughs> Oh, that's all that day. Sheesh. But enjoy some chocolate and whatever else of stuff there was on that day. Yeah. Uh, October 29th, Friday. I have a doctor appointment that day. But it's also National Breadstick Day. Speaking of that, that's what they're going to do. <laughs> they're going to run a tube that might throw it to do a GI test. So, oh, like, wonderful. Lucky people like you. swallowing a whole breadstick, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> National Cat Day. Another cat day? I that must be for the white days. cats. <laughs> Calico cats. <laughs> it's National Internet Day. <laughs> Wear your hairnet. Yeah. Well, internet. So everybody go on the web that day and uh, clog up all the routers and servers. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure while you're there, you read every web page. When you get to ours, it was a comment. <laughs> <laughs> National Oatmeal Day. That's what I had for breakfast. Yeah. Well, I can't have breakfast that day. Dang it. Oh. <laughs> uh, but of course, if oatmeal is just oatmeal. It's eh, it's, it's got to be doctored up. It has to at least have butter and sugar. Yeah, um, we put brown sugar and raisins and brown butter. Brown sugar is and... better than regular sugar. Uh, I, you know, about a tablespoon of each. You know, toss in some cinnamon, raisins, applesauce. Yeah. The more you yeah. doctor up oatmeal, the better it is. Mm. Plain oatmeal is like kind it. of nah. It is World Psoriasis Day. Hmm. The heartbreak of psoriasis. As old commercials used to say. Oh. Uh, that's all that day. October 30th, Saturday. National Candy Corn Day. It's about time mm. to have a good holiday. National Lots of candy holidays this week. <laughs> yeah, National Checklist Day. Make your checklist. Got the costume. Got the mask. Got the, the candy pumpkins, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Got it off ready for Halloween. <laughs> National Text 
your ex day. <laughs> I don't have an ex, so I don't get text anybody. Oh well. <laughs> I'm still wearing out my first wife. <laughs> we have to be my first girlfriend, so no exes involved. <laughs> well, that's all we have on that day. It's all, I suppose you could say it's early trick-or-treating for people who like to trick-or-treat two days in a row. Well, there's been trick-or-treating going on all over, so people are going to oh, really? have more than just that one day. October 31st. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's so somebody's birthday. It kept sounding like you were choking a while ago when I read this the first time around. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what you're choking on, but it was so much to give you the highlight maneuver or something. It is magic day, National Caramel Apple Day, mm. National Unity Day. And that's the holidays I officially have there on Halloween. I got a knock knock joke while you're doing whatever you're doing. Knock knock. Who's oh, there? How? Okay. Who? How? How? Who? Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Halloween. Halloweeny. <laughs> Go ahead, Keith. Okay. I, I actually has, have a bonus one here. Uh, Wednesday, October 27th is Cranky Coworkers Day, apparently. <laughs> November 1st, Monday, National Calzone Day. Ooh, I like calzones. It's National Cinnamon Day. It is... Color the World Orange Day. <laughs> That's because you squish your pumpkins everywhere and the world looks orange. Yeah, and the bears can lick them off your front step. <laughs> yep, Halloween's over. It's time to squish all the pumpkins. Yeah. Squish those pumpkins. Squish those pumpkins. Kick them in the crotch. <laughs> oh, that was last week. Pick <laughs> up the Skittles. Pick up the Skittles. Yeah, that. Candy corn. Now ride the witch's broom. Ride the witch's broom. Ride the witch's broom. Ride the witch's broom. Squash Satan, kick him in the crotch. Squash Satan, kick him in the crotch. Uh, <laughs> it's also Extra Mile Day. It is Hurriana Day. What in the world? Hurriana? A R Y A N A. Hurriana. Maybe Hurriana. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, I'm trying to see if it has any uh, other info, but I can't find any. So. It's also a job action day. <laughs> oh, a great, another one. K A R N A T A K A. Whatever that means. Karnataka. Huh. Rajayatsaba. <laughs> I hate it when I have to read those word names like that. Uh, Getting anyway, a head start on some weird words. <laughs> it is also National Authors Day, uh, National Brush Day, National Cook 
for your pets day. <laughs> National Deep Fried Clams Day. Mm. Get the trick in the day, Fido. <laughs> deep fried clams. Mm. Uh, National Family Literacy Day. Everybody read a book. Here you go, Jill. National Men Make Dinner Day. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> National you, Vinegar Day. You guys Day. might not like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we have more than just me and now, so. Uh, it's yeah. uh, <laughs> National Vinegar Day. Ooh, yeah. I like vinegar. It's Prime Meridian Day. Uh, Prime Meridian. PM. Yeah. PM. Prime Meridian. So I guess afternoons. It's afternoon all day long that day. <laughs> uh, recreation Day. Holy cow. World Vegan Day. Saints oh, still the Day. Because, <laughs> of course, Halloween is uh, Saints Day Eve. All oh, Hallows Eve and so forth. November 1st is Saints Day. Uh, World Communication Week. No Shave November. Grow hmm. beard, I guess. <laughs> it's Banana Pudding Lovers Month. Aviation History Month. PTA Healthy Lifestyles Month. National Prevent a Litter Month. I guess have your cat, cat and dog spayed and neutered or something. It Maybe. <laughs> It is National Roasting Month, National Scholarship Month, National Pepper Month, National Diabetes Month, Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease Month, Wow, Diabetic oh, Eye Disease Month, Family Stories Month, Gluten-Free Diet Awareness Month, <laughs> Lung Cancer Awareness Month, where did all these come from? Manatee Awareness Month? <laughs> Military Family Month? National Adopt a Sing Your Pet Somebody's month? just got too much time on their hands. I, I know. So. <laughs> uh, National Peanut Butter Lovers Month? National Is Joe Biden Month? I mean, Alzheimer's butter. Awareness Month? <laughs> National Adoption Month? National Entrepreneurship Month. Ding, 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 ding. Daring. <laughs> I think it's Eat a Turkey Month, too. National Home Care and Hospice Month. National Novel Writing Month. NaNoWriMo. I, I did that one year. I, I almost wrote a whole novel. I actually wrote about a third of a novel. Uh, you National, know how Impot uh, National Impotency Month. <laughs> that's not hard yeah that's not hard to celebrate oh. National Epilepsy Awareness Month yeah, we National Native American Heritage Month National Healthy Skin Month <laughs> National Gratitude Month pretty soon. <laughs> Fun with Fondue Month with fun news. <laughs> uh, National Family Literacy Month. Uh, Family Caregivers Month. Woo! November 2nd, Tuesday. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid, to look. <laughs> I'm afraid to look at this. All this Souls Day. 
So it was All Saints Day. Now Tuesday, this November second, All Souls Day. Oh, I thought you Day said Day of the Dead. <laughs> Day of the Dead. That's a Mexican it, holiday. It is Election Day. I know they're having an election there in Virginia this year. Melbourne Cup Day. Then we can kick Melbourne in the crotch and you won't get hurt. Squash Satan, kick him in the crotch. Kick that Satan in the crotch. Hmm. It's <laughs> National Deviled Egg Day. Now that should be a day right after Easter with all those Easter eggs, you know. Right. <laughs> That's uh, true. Plan your epitaph day. What? Yeah, plan your epitaph. Here lies the body of <laughs> what on your of, tombstone? Of Terry. <laughs> He's getting all green and fuzzy and hairy. Uh, oh. And that's it. Woo! Yay! We'll get there next month. Holy cow. Oh, see, I, I get some more coffee. My coffee got cold. <laughs> Out of all times I've visited this website, I've never seen it list, you know, whatever month holiday. And suddenly on November, wham, we got Scott blown away with them all there. Yes, definitely. So I have to edit you there pretty closely. I will edit so I'm just kind of like talking like the chipmunks going through that stuff. Well, I've got four news stories. Yeah, let's get the news. Four, four animal stories and one non-animal story. <laughs> you want to go first on the news? Go ahead. There I will. Last week and past, we've been doing bear stories and I forget what story I did about a bear last week, but I know this the week. Pumpkins. Yes, that's right. The Stealing the pumpkins. And so the title of this news article is A Bear Wanders into a House and Smashes Computer Monitor. Oh, I, I've seen that so, story. I didn't read it, though. And so I figured that maybe he heard about our podcast. <laughs> Smash the monitor. How to listen to it so <laughs> to get back at us, but as it turns out, it's in. Uh, let's see. It the uh, the son hurt and the dad scratching sounds out, out in the garage, and they uh, is in Alberta, Canada, and and they keep the computer out in the garage. No, no, no. They heard scratching sounds out in the garage, and they thought, uh, they didn't think much of it. Then uh, <coughs> they heard rumbling up, upstairs in the house, and so they uh, uh, looked at their monitors and stuff to see what was going on, and uh, there was a bear. Apparently, when they watched the footage, the bear was, it went from the garage and crawled up and into the, the son's bedroom window, came in through the window and sniffed around in the room, knocking stuff over, ate a bowl of cereal that the son had out on his mm-hmm. desk, smashed the monitor, and then, uh, they, by then they had taken some bookcases and stuff in the hallway and made a barricade outside of the son's room door. A barricade. so that the bear couldn't come in the rest of the house and would have to leave back out the window it came and so then uh, 
it did do that. And then the, you know, they notified authorities and they uh, have placed uh, bear traps outside of the home now, but the bear has not returned to the scene of the crime. <laughs> well, good for the bear. He took off. <laughs> that was well. We, as alluded to earlier, we actually have uh, some listener input on a news story. So here's a late breaking news flash. <laughs> snakes alive. Over 90 rattlesnakes are retrieved from under the foundation of a house in California. Hmm. In Santa Rosa, oh, California. Um, let's see. Even for a seasoned reptile rescuer, this is a large number of snakes. Uh, the reptile rescue director pulled 92 Northern Pacific rattlesnakes out of the basement of a home. Al Wolf used 27-inch snake tongs to remove the snakes uh, located in northeastern Santa Rosa. It's the largest number of reptiles I've retrieved in my 32 years of catching snakes. A task that took nearly four hours. Wow. Within a minute, I find a rattlesnake. Okay, I grab it, the wolf told the uh, news reporters. I get it into the bucket, and then I see a second rattlesnake. So I get that and put it in the bucket. Then I move another rock, and I find a third rattlesnake. Then I see two baby rattlesnakes. (laughs) Uh, Wolf ended up using one bucket for adults and one bucket for the babies. Uh, He returned to the home two more times and found another dozen snakes. Wow. Uh, The newspaper reports. Uh, I was tickled pink, he told the newspaper. (laughs) (laughs) It's what I like to do. I generally get a call. I maybe find one rattlesnake. But when you start finding stuff like this, you think, good, this is a really worthwhile cause. <laughs> he thought he was Easter egg hunting, finding all those snakes. <laughs> uh, awful. I wouldn't want to see one snake. <laughs> the uh, Northern Pacific rattlesnakes are venomous and normally found uh, north of Fresno, California. Uh, Wolf called most of the snakes he caught Fairly Meadow. Well, of course, they're California, dude. Surf's up. <laughs> but he compared them uh, to petting a dog. Huh? They're not very <laughs> fluffy. Hey, Fluffy. Come here, Fluffy. Uh, he goes on to say, some you go up and pet, and others you just can't. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't want to pet a snake. <laughs> but he released the snakes mm-hmm. um, in more than thirty-five snake dens across Sonoma County. Snaky, snaky, uh, snaky, snaky, snaky. <laughs> yeah, uh, they were. He released them far away from private property in isolated places. Uh, 
It's a beautiful animal. It belongs out there. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Way out there. <laughs> After wow. he removed the snakes, he told the homeowner what he found. She said something odd to me, he says. She says, maybe that's why I haven't had a rodent problem this year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think. I, I think elsewhere in the story, it, it, it also talked about that rattlesnakes, whenever they give birth, of course, they give live birth. And they usually do it alone. They like crawl into a, you know, a rodent hole somewhere out in the desert someplace and just knock their babies out. But sometimes they get together in a like a little den, you know, all the, the mommy snakes watching their other baby snakes and whatnot as they nurse them to get older or something. Oh, don't bite me. Ow, don't bite yeah. me. <laughs> well, they don't nurse them, nurse them, but, you know, help them get stronger. But yeah, weird, fun story. So what you got, Joe? Well, you know what the baby snake said to the mommy snake? Are we poisonous? And mommy snake says, yeah. Oh, no, I just bit my tongue. (laughs) (laughs) But my story now, okay, it's about a mummified Twinkie. (laughs) This guy (laughs) in Pennsylvania, you know, eight years ago when they said the Twinkies hostess was closing down, going out of business or whatever, he saved Twinkies and he kept them for eight years and finally one day he decided he didn't have anything for dessert he was gonna go get one of his twinkies yeah. <laughs> when he opened it it was all shriveled up yeah so come to find out twinkies won't last forever they only last uh probably till the expiration date <laughs> yeah they that, that's definitely a myth they do not last forever they they definitely will get moldy and all kinds of badness yeah and the uh the article said that uh some of his twinkies were all shriveled up and looked like a dry sock yeah throw it your coffee rejuvenate it yeah (laughs) all right is that all then yeah that was about all my next story is in Colorado, the wildlife uh, folks there, rescue, they've been tracking a bull elk for two years hmm. trying to tranquilize it because it has a car tire around its neck. Huh. No. Now, I know if you have a spare tire, that means you're kind of chubby around the middle, so I guess <laughs> elk means something different. <laughs> yeah. Don't know how it got on there. Elks have uh, antlers, you know, and so they um, tracked it down for two years. It took them. It was spotted just recently, and they were able to actually tranquilize it this time. And they were going to try to cut the tire off, thinking that would be easier, you know, to save the antler. So, you know, for the rutting season and everything, but... uh, they found it was going to be a lot easier to cut the antlers off and just pull the tire off. But the tire was still snug around the animal's neck, you know, because uh-huh. that's that big, you know. So cut his head off. <laughs> and, and, you know, so, you know, their neck gets skinnier as it goes up, you know, whatever. So, oh, all right, yeah. And so then they cut the antlers off and were able to 
extract a tire, you know, so now uh, little elk running out out there going, oh, somebody give me a haircut. Uh, you he must have picked that tire up when he was little before his antlers grew. Right. Uh, apparently, yeah. yeah. And so in two year time, they he was like, I feel so lightheaded now. It was full of <laughs> it was full of debris and stuff and weighed over 30 something pounds. Oh yeah. So tires are kind of heavy anyway. Well, I'm sure it has water accumulated inside there and other reliefs and other none. Good. Everybody would follow him around and say, hey, he's got something to eat right there. <laughs> he's got a, a little pack around his neck. Little feeding trough for bird. You'll end him his head. <laughs> well, my yeah, next one is also a news flash sent in by a listener. <laughs> Kellogg's yeah. faces a $5 million lawsuit because its claims of strawberry Pop-Tarts don't include enough strawberries. That's the headline. <laughs> of course, Terry the head- sent that in. Huh? Terry must have sent that in. He likes pop tarts. <laughs> now, of, of course, uh, the, the article goes on that uh, the uh, the claim is that strawberry pop tarts need more strawberries. The class action lawsuit filed by someone in the Southern District of Illinois. Hmm. Oh, wonder what that was. <laughs> uh, it says that the Kellogg's company is misleading customers by promoting that it has strawberry filling on its labels and marketing, giving the impression that it contains a greater relative amount of strawberries than it actually does. In reality, the uh, toaster pastries contain 2% or less of dried strawberries, dried pears, dried apples, and red food coloring number 10. Mm. Oh, red, red 40, according to his nutrition label. Uh, the uh, complaint is they can't provide a true stra- strawberry taste with so few strawberries. And so they have to add artificial flavoring Uh, And I'll kind of rush through this. The complaint is that other similar brands like Walmart and uh, some off-brand Pop-Tarts will actually say it's artificial flavoring, artificial fruit. Uh, So therefore, it's more truthful. And they're suing them because uh, Pop-Tarts claim to say there are strawberry, not strawberry flavored and not strawberry colored. That's the gist of the lawsuit. Sue and pop over the strawberry. I have something that I'd like to say about that news story. Whoever sent it in, it wasn't me, but <laughs> actually, eight, you know, just the other day, the box said, I opened the box. It said cherry pop tarts on it. And I opened it and it was had chocolate pop tarts in the in the packages. Oh. I, go, I was eating the pack you know, about tarts, and I said, what does it say on the box here? And they said, cherry. And I go, these aren't cherry. This is chocolate. <laughs> this box says cherry. And I, well, you must have put them in from, no, I did put them in from another box. I didn't do it. All my other boxes were still sealed, you know, and it's like, right. uh, you know, it had a mislabel on them. Go get your money back. Sue, Sue host, or not, uh, two <laughs> catalogs for all their pop cards. These cherry... 
cherry pop tarts don't even have cherries in them. <laughs> These cherry taste like chocolate. Yeah, Unless... I, I I do that to the kids at, at breakfast because Robin always makes me uh, raisin bran, and they're all eating like you know peanut butter cereal and chocolate cereal and ra- rainbow fruity cereal. I'm always <laughs> like, I want rainbow cereal too. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll get, I'll get my bowl and say, my rainbow cereal tastes just like Raisin Bran. <laughs> Goodness. Well, I got another story. It's about a witch, a man witch, a wizard. And a man witch. Isn't that a sandwich? You get I just ate some man witch last night. <laughs> I just ate some man witch last night for dinner. He's going to lose his job after 20 years in New Zealand uh, what was his name I missed it darn it Sebastian Harry <laughs> Potter yeah <laughs> maybe that's who they'll hire next but he's put out some offensive remarks about women and different things and he's going to lose his job he used to put Ian Brackenberry channel that's his name he uh, puts spells, or not spells, when they do something, you know, in the country, he goes out and casts a good spell, I guess, to make sure it's supposed to work right, all the stuff that they're doing. So, uh, yeah, he's going to lose his job. I thought that was kind of weird that they actually have a wizard on their he payroll. He's going to lose his job as national witch, huh? Nah, yeah. He's the national witch who cast the spell. Spells for the country. Wow. Is that a real job position? <laughs> Wizard like services he does. Yeah. I ever I think of the old mo- the movies you watch with you know castles and stuff, and they always have their little witch in there and taking yeah. care of all the stuff, protecting them. <laughs> He's got his robes and pointy hat, he has to give them all back. Oh. <laughs> Turning his wand. Man. Yeah. It's well, about time they get rid of the witches. Is it my turn think. next? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay. I got us another story, another animal. Um, in Trent, England, um, a man was walking um, his, with his child, and they were passing by this grocery store, and they were almost attacked by an American snapping turtle. So the, <laughs> the man in Britain, he... He snuck up behind the turtle and grabbed it. It was, oh, God, I lost my place. Put his hand over his eyes. Guess who? 20, <laughs> 20, 21 inches long. They get, I think they, uh, but anyway, he, he had to grab the snapping turtle and took it home and put it in his bathtub. And then he called for uh, the uh, animal control to come and get it. I don't understand why he took it home. He could have just called them, but it's like it's like an American snapping turtle in London instead of American werewolf. I'm werewolf, right? Right. <laughs> American, American snapping American. turtle turns people into were turtles. Teenage mutant ninja turtles. That's about all there is to that story. So we can uh, move on along to another story. I Another one or two, but myself. But. My my last one here kind of pulled us back into a Halloween theme. Right. 
Zebras escape from an Illinois pumpkin farm. (laughs) (laughs) Have you guys heard about that one? (laughs) No. (laughs) At uh, Pingree Grove, Illinois, uh, a pair of zebras escaped from a suburban Chicago pumpkin farm. Hmm. Uh, Giving travelers on a nearby state highway double takes as the exotic animals hit the road on their brief taste of freedom. <laughs> the, the young male and female escape from a pen inside of an indoor zoo at Gobert's Pumpkin Patch and or Apple Orchard in Pingree Grove. They crossed Route 47 several times, try to get away, I guess, and wandered through farm fields all and all through the Chicago suburbs. Illinois State Police were called to ensure their safety because they were close to Interstate 90. Uh, other police agencies also joined the pursuit of the black and white striped death refugees. <laughs> they broke out of jail. Those horses broke out of jail. They went to prison clothes. Anyway, passengers in the car filmed the uh, escaping zebras, posting the video online, as you do. They look like zebras. They got stripes. They are. They are zebras, (laughs) exclaimed the driver. (laughs) Were they throwing out fruit-striped gum? (laughs) Oh, But they kept having to block traffic to keep the zebras safe. Uh, after about two hours, they finally did return them to the pumpkin patch. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> uh, the zebras, which were supplied to the pumpkin patch by another business, were not harmed in their pursuit. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. you have another story, Jill? Or? No, no, I don't. I only have those two. I have <laughs> another animal story, which pertains to past weeks of stories, too. A man in North Carolina reels in a 13-foot hammerhead shark. And he was out fishing, and he got a tug on his line. It took him and two of his buddies to reel it in. He'd caught sharks before, uh, a four-foot shark. Uh, This one was uh, a 13-foot shark. It weighed 700 pounds. I don't know if they, you know, did a catch and release or what they ended up doing with it, but it did not have an alligator foot in its mouth. (laughs) (laughs) From last week, the alligator got bit by the shark. So I don't know if there was a catch and release. It didn't say, you know, but he said it was like pulling in a car. I'm like, yeah. And so fishing line, that fishing line must have been pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, seven hundred pounds. Ooh, that I couldn't imagine doing that. I'd be like using a rope, not fishing. Right. Uh, I, have well, a, I have a quick. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I'll say if that's all you got, we can transition. But you got. Well, well I have else. one more quick one. I just just a little news fact. You know, we did a story recently of the Michael Jordan underwear being. Mm-hmm. Open. Uh, just auctioned off uh, Michael Jordan's pair of tennis shoes that he wore in uh, his fifth game as a rookie. 
you know, game every game. I guess he takes the shoes off and gets rid of them. I don't know, but were they in like Nike Airs? <laughs> what? Right, there were Nike Airs, something. The first ones they uh, were red and white or something, but they auctioned off and. Uh, I think $1.4 million or something. Wow. Yeah, I guess they've been well aired out by now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Autographed and all that stuff by him and everything, but they still have a sweat inside. You can still sniff it a little bit. Yeah, you can buy those shoes and enjoy his stinky feet. Yeah, yeah. So that's all I got for news. So let's go ahead and uh, transition. Attention, this is a coded report nationwide. Terry Hogan Helsley, your friendly Avon lady. If you need something, we more than likely have it. We have more than just makeup and cologne. Everything will be delivered to your house. So go ahead and go to my website at www.youravon.com slash T. Hogan Helsley. That is front slash T-H-O-G-A-N-H-E-L-T-S-L-E-Y. Thank you. All right. So what happens now? To our weird words. The Quiz Kids, bright, lovable youngsters, ready for another difficult examination in the schoolroom of the air. Yeah. Um, do I got some good ones for you this oh, week? No. Oh, man. <laughs> this one, you guys are going to have a lot of funny things to say about. The word is titovation. T-I-T-U-B-A-T-I-O-N. Titovation. 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 Hmm. It's like when you fall into a pit. And it's T I T titovation. Oh, it's 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 a fancy name for a tube top. <laughs> oh, there we go. Yeah, I was gonna say a bra or something, huh? Titubations, whatever. Titubations. Yeah, it's a bra. Yeah, that's it. Well, this word means a stumbling gate. Stumbling gate. Like a zombie has when you a walk, stumbling gate. Your gate is the way you walk. Right? Yeah. yeah. Not like a gate. Like, you, like you stumble right. when you I walk. Said like a zombie. Like a zombie yeah. walk. Like a zombie or you're drunk. Or you're mm. Mm. I feel like we've had this next word before. Uh, lollygag. Oh, so. Don't lollygag. You're lollygagging. You're loafing. Yeah. Loafing we had one similar to that, off. that one, but we had one similar. Yeah. Either that or you're choking on your sucker. <laughs> to move slowly. I'm gagging on my lollipop. Lollipop. <laughs> this one means to, I guess, eat your sucker slowly, to move slowly. Yeah, but once true. again, it could be another zombie walking slowly. Yeah. And... <laughs> what? It's what a lollygaggling. What did you have for the meeting? 
What was the meaning of that one that you had? That lollygag means to move slowly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. I thought you actually meant had something to do with a lollipop. And I was like, no. No, that's what Keith said. Or, or, now, or it one, could mean that. <laughs> this one, the first part, I don't know if it's angel or angle. My phone called it angla twitch. A N G L E T W I T C H. Well, that's well, when you have an angel and a witch. Well, if it was angel, <laughs> it would be E L. Angle is A N G L E. See, that's what I couldn't. I couldn't remember. One's one way and one was the other. But angle twitch is how so, my phone. So said. you have a nervous twitch about doing your geometry tests when you have to you know, <laughs> do all those angles and degrees and stuff. Let's well, see some degree. words like centers. You can spell it with the T T E like they do in, in eight. And yeah, the the British version is like R E instead of E R. Center centers that way. And there's a couple other words that are theater that way. is that way. And anyway, so um, angel witch, angle witch, angle a twitch. <laughs> That's like yin and yang. That's what I'm saying. The twitching angel, angel. witch. Oh, angel <laughs> you put the witch. angel on the tree and sits there and twitches. Uh, <laughs> pretty high. Well, uh. Help, help. Um, the shark might have enjoyed this uh, on Terry's last story. This word means an earthworm. Oh, okay. So earthworm, I guess right. an earthworm twitches. Ang- it's an angle, angle twitch, earthworm. Yeah. You angle it on a cook and it twitches. Oh. Maybe that's it. It's the angler. It's like a fishing thing. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And twitch is like a sandwich for a fish. Fish. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> no, it makes more sense. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> we have to make it up as we go along. Our next word is adit. A-D-I-T. That's all there is to it. <laughs> it's a blind addict because there's no C in it. <laughs> what did what spell it again? What was it? A-D-I-T. Edit or add it? I don't know. Edit. That's edit. Edit. Something. Yeah, it's like the past tense of edit. I will edit. I have added. Add it. <laughs> good. Have added. Go ahead. Go ahead. Add it. Just to give permission. Go ahead. Have added. <laughs> <laughs> well, this word, I don't know how or why, but it's the entrance to an underground mine. Oh, an underground mine. Is there any above ground mines I'd like to know? Uh, well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so the entrance to a mine. Wow. Yep. And the next word is Ramadosis. B-R-O-M-I-D-R-O-S. Oh, I-S at the end. Bromidosis. 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 Yeah. Uh, it's like supercalifragilistic expialidocious, only shorter. <laughs> <laughs> Half that long. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's see, bromo is like bromo shelter. It's like an old-fashioned medicine for your stomach, kind of like Rolaids. So it has maybe it has to do with your stomach. So it's uh, belly button. That's what it is, belly button. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way you break these down. <laughs> you got any ideas, Terry? <laughs> I don't have no idea. It's, this word means... 
smelly sweat. What? Smelly, smelly sweat. You're sweat smelly like Jordan's tennis shoes. <laughs> smelly sweat. So you, so you can sweat without being smelly, I guess. Uh, maybe. I don't know if you have a bad odor, you're going to have smelly. It, it's that kind of smelly sweat when you open up your gym locker after your, your football. Yes, yeah, there you go. It's like that vinegary uh, kind of uh, acidic, uh, smelly sweat, huh? <laughs> oh, the really bad kind, yeah. I want to hurl that. And our last word is obligorism. It's spelled A-B-L-I-G-U-R-I-T-I-O-N. Obligurition. Obligurition. Let's see. It, it, it's the impact when you have a booger and you flip it across the room with a <laughs> obligurition on the wall. Oh, it's flat. It's flat. Obligurition. <laughs> it could be a boy. It could be a boy in the water too. <laughs> yeah, it's been obliterated. A, bo- a buoy, a boy, oh. buoy. Uh, it's been obliterated. It's gone. It disappeared. Well, none of the above. This one, this one <laughs> yeah. none of the above. That's right. This word means spending too much money on food and drink. Obliterating your money, I guess. Okay. <laughs> 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 you overindulged on your food bill, huh? Yeah, but that's it, my words for the week. Doesn't so we mean you're know fat. Word you for that, you can go out and eat all the time. Don't mean you're fat. You know, you're just spending you're just the money. You're not that's all right. Day. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> you're obliterated. Time to move. That's all my words. So let's go on the Terry Stop Ten. Now, ladies and gentlemen, as I said before tonight. We are going to present something of a more legitimate nature, something very unhokey. Yeah, I could have, I forgot to, I was going to look for something. I forgot to look for that, but I do have some here. <laughs> Did, do you still have that list of, of top 10 toys I sent to you? No, but I got this list here I have is, uh, is the top 10 or so list of. Uh, oh, crap. I didn't have one more. Uh, let's see. It's uh, da, 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 da. you're not a kid anymore when you don't trick or treat. I don't know, but anyway. Yeah, that's a bad uh, one. You're not a kid anymore when you enjoy watching the news. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I don't enjoy watching news. I just think it's good comedy. I like to laugh at it. Uh, let's see. Number nine, I guess we could say, or number two, whichever way you want to go. You can uh, live without sex, but you can't live without your glasses. <laughs> well, since I haven't worn glasses in uh, 20 years. <laughs> well, I think that's all our spouses. <laughs> uh, the next one, uh, you, you quit holding in your stomach, no matter who walks into the room. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> When your phone rings and you hope it's not for you. <laughs> when my phone rings, it's always only for me. 
Although yeah. when a telemarketer calls, I, I know it's a telemarketer because they say, hello, is Robin there? I'm like, I'm not Robin. <laughs> can, you, can you make a decision for Robin? I was like, no. <laughs> you you know you're not a kid I, anymore when your, your friend is dating somebody half their age and they're not breaking any laws. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Next one. You're not a kid anymore when you start singing to the elevator music. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that song was hit when I was a teenager. <laughs> You the next one, <laughs> you, you really do want a washing machine for your birthday. <laughs> yeah. It's still that old scrub board. Oh, man, I'm talking about that. Uh, you're not a kid anymore when people ask you what color did your hair used to be? Uh, <laughs> present. <laughs> it was present. That's what color it was. <laughs> The next one, uh, I don't know if this is number 10 yet, but you're proud of your lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, it can do 140 miles an hour on the soft flats. Uh, the you <laughs> you're not a kid anymore when you point out where buildings used to be. Yeah. Well, it used to be where that was at. It might be something different now. Oh, well, there used to be a laundromat. Oh, there used to be a bird cake. Oh, well, there used to be a McDonald's. <laughs> You know you're not a kid anymore when you routine, you routinely check the oil in your car. <laughs> yeah, well. Kids never do that. <laughs> oil? What's that? You are not a kid anymore when you own clothes that came back into style twice. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> well, hey, it's hard to have a jeans and t-shirt go out of style. but. <laughs> You're not a kid anymore when you think that coffee is the most important thing in life. It is very important. Uh, well, I, that's me for like since I've been 18 or so. So, yeah. <laughs> you're not a kid anymore when your ideal wake up time is eight o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> and that means I'm getting old. <laughs> if my ideal wake up time was eight o'clock, then there would be some kids missing school around here. <laughs> There might even be a grandma missing some breakfast and stuff around here. You're, you're, you're not a kid anymore when others ask you for your recipes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at the back of the cake box. That's my recipe. Right there. <laughs> <laughs> you're not a kid anymore when you paint your walls for other reasons besides getting your deposit back. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you just feel like redecorating. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you're not a kid anymore when you can't remember the last time you laid on the floor to watch television. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, a while now. <laughs> you wear socks with sandals. I'm not there yet. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's all of them I got there. I don't know exactly how many that is, but that's all. Now, I occasionally, I may wear black socks with shorts, but only because it's hard to tell what color they are sometimes, and I just pull them out. I know. When I, when I can see, I, you see somebody wearing black socks and shorts, it was usually an old guy yeah. <laughs> all the time. And now I'm walking around with black socks. I'm going, what, are yeah. my shorts black? And she's like, yes. I go, oh, man, I'm an old man now. <laughs> Get off my lawn. <laughs> so that's my top 10 or so. Yeah. 
Well, sent it to us by our brother Steve. Actually, sent that. What's that? What about him? My brother Steve sent that or put that to me. Got that to me. Anyway, so a lot can't talk. So now we go into the anchor topic. Anchor topic. Um, our anchor topic this week is on manual skills. What kind of skillful manual things you like to do that we can talk about in public? (laughs) (laughs) I guess nothing. Wow. Short short segment. Short segment. I'm not sure. What do you got for us? Do y'all know this should be something that you have some expertise on? I usually come up with stuff for that because we talked about Terry's guitar and keyboard. And guitar, the piano, woodworking. And right. Joe can play the radio. Yeah, I'm good at that. You turn that knob. If you have uh, an Amazon device, you can, well, that's different. That's probably other things. But I would say, I don't have a play spooky Halloween sounds in case people didn't know that. That's pretty yeah, cool. Well. Um, Hold on. Something you can talk about the different things. She can tell you Halloween jokes. She can talk about Amazon. Yeah, but that's not manual skill. Well, that that would fall with. under probably uh, technology, computers, or uh, communication. If you went up there, like at Heinz, you know, you got like small engine repair, lawnmowers. You have, I did copper plating. That was pretty fun. Yeah, when was the last time you repaired a lawnmower, Joe? <laughs> <laughs> Never. Cooking wow. skills that can be manual so, skills too. You're working with your hands. Well, doing household things, uh, changing you know light bulbs or light sockets. Manual uh, skills, folding towels. Well, there we go. Yeah. That's my job. Doing so how, how do you know how? Again, we'll get back to laundry. How do you know how to sort your clothes, Jill? Uh, well, mine usually go in towels, jeans, and t-shirts. It's Hawks Nundor. That's my four categories. Oh. I know my husband likes them broke down a little more than that because sometimes shirts are colored and some are white. But when you can't see, that's how they get split up for me. Yeah. yeah for other people, Our maybe it would be shirt. different. But I don't use bleach. <laughs> because I <died> shirts. <laughs> they do have color safe bleach. I should try that sometime, but I haven't ever tried that. So, so how do you know which colors your towels are to keep them, I mean, fold up and put them away or whatever? Well, the ones I steal from the hotels are white usually. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, some people have like, you know, matching, you know, like, you know, yeah. blue striped towels and blue striped hand wash gloves. <laughs> and I well, don't know. I, don't, thing I just, towels are towels. They get folded and put in the cabinet in the hall closet and it's we fold them a certain matching. way and- Terry yeah. likes to buy those. My wife likes to buy those. Like at the end of the season, you can get those the beach towels really cheap for like a dollar or two a piece, you know. And mm-hmm. what they say, oh. what was that? It wasn't me. Please stand by. Hello, my name is Terry K. Helgen. If you are in the Wood River area, stop by and visit Terry's Mini Mall. I have some homemade crocheted items, household goods, cleaning supplies, toys, seasonal merchandise, snacks, candy bars, soda, 
and more. Oh, did I forget? I also have Avon. Terry's Mini Mall is located at 300 North Wood River Avenue. You guessed it, in Wood River, Illinois, 62095. Visit my webpage at terrysminimall.com. T-E-R-R-Y-S-M-I-N-I-M-A-L-L.com. Or call my store at 618 618- Four seven one nine zero eight eight. Thank you. I know we're talking about laundry and sorting things like towels and such. And uh, uh, the only thing I was going to comment with that is, you know, like I said, some people do have matching uh, towels and that they like to keep. As a I'm sure, we don't do sure that. that. We, we just do like what Jill is saying. Just have a mix and match variety. With Jill, with Jill and George, though, it'd be kind of easy to tell whose underwear is whose, <laughs> or or would it? <laughs> <laughs> tell or some secrets. Is <laughs> hey, it's my bra? <laughs> yeah, I know mine from his. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, yeah, the certain things like uh, that will be kind of easy. I mean, clearly, if your spouse is uh, significantly taller or shorter or thinner or or, or fatter, it'd be easy to tell people's clothes, whatever. Now it is hard sometimes with the t-shirts because, of course, a t-shirt feels t-shirt whether it's a man or woman's for a long time. I used to put a safety pin in like your my tag area in the back. Uh-huh. And that's how I knew all those with a pin was my shirt. But for some reason, all of my safety pins have disappeared. When have, when we go up no to idea. Heinz, when we go up to Heinz, you know, you, normally you pack enough clothes for a week, let's say, everything. So I always make sure that I take stuff that I can, because up there, I I just throw everything in the laundry all at once. Uh-huh. I make sure that I take things with me that you can do that with you know so right we just throw everything in the washer and put the soap in hit the button boom there you go put your Colored red socks and with your white jeans. t-shirts yeah. well if you underwear doesn't matter i mean you can throw white underwear in with colored stuff and nobody sees your underwear but you but mm. once again terry likes to not wear commando, <laughs> that oh, commando. piece of of gar- that garment. That's just one last thing you got to wash, you know. Yeah. If you can walk around with, without socks and not have stinky feet, then I wouldn't wear socks either. But yeah, but I, like Terry said, if I'm going to be responsible for my own, I, I did it once a week. I would probably just toss everything in at once. I'd probably tend to wash things on cold so the colors don't bleed so much. A lot of that times these days, colors are pretty color fast. Uh, there's not usually a lot to worry about there. Now, of course, at home, of course, that would drive my wife nuts. Uh, so <laughs> I'm not opposed to helping out with the laundry. As long as if she wants it sorted, it's up to you to sort. And I'll help you put things in, move things from the machine to the machine. I'll fold stuff. and yeah, Fold stuff, hang it up. Can't, I can't yeah. match socks, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
and, and, but anyway, this, I mean, we talked about this kind of thing before with the laundry and, uh, you know, sometimes matching can be a chore. I mean, uh, I, maybe it's cause of coming from the military years ago where all your dress socks were black. All of your boot socks were either green in the Marine Corps or they were black if you're in the Air Force or Army. And uh, of course, green, you had, had, you had white green. athletic socks. You know. We had green socks. That's it. Green. Was green, it was they green? Yeah. Okay. Well, I, well green. when I was in the Air National Guard, they were black. You had to have black socks for your boots. Um, and so, but then again, you know, boot socks are heavy. They're, they're heavy wool socks as opposed to your, you know, nice, thin, dress, stretchy socks, as opposed to your, you know, cottony tube socks. And even if you couldn't see the colors, you could still feel the texture and get things matched. Uh, so I, I just kind of got in the habit. I was buying all the same socks, so they're all, you know, same color socks. But I, I don't get bent out of shape a lot about matching colors as long as you wash them, you know, carefully and you know, good soap product and cold water. The bad thing is when your washing machine or your dryer, I don't know which one it is, eats your socks and you put in six socks and you get out five. Yeah, hate that. That's aggravating because there for a while I was trying to dress nice and I would wear like khakis with brown socks or black pants with black socks. Try to make it to where you don't wear the white socks that show. And when I would do my socks... I would always just get one back and I would, I was like, well, you know, you like you said, they're trouser socks. They're called, they're thinner and they're kind of thicker than pantyhose, but thinner than your white socks. But then, uh, yeah, when you get one back of a, a set, you're, you're can't do nothing because you don't have any other socks that match that one. And you don't know whether to tear apart your washer or your dryer. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of you two ate my sock? <laughs> well, and that's another uh, point for me with, like, you know, again, relating it to going up to the Heinz Rehab Center. When you wash your own clothes, as Terry alluded, you, you pack enough for, say, a week. So enough to get from Sunday to Sunday, basically, or even Sunday to Saturday. Uh, and you can't. I, I, I wore uh, six shirts today, and I'm wearing the seventh one. I should have six shirts in the wash and I should have, you know, six pairs of socks and whatnot. And you count them. And if you, like you said, you miss one, it's like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Go back, check the machine. Maybe you dropped it in the floor. Uh, you just try to, but it's, if you stay on top of that, it's easier to make sure you don't lose stuff or, you know, you can track down or pinpoint where the missing sock got munched at. Yeah. Uh, whenever we have like all the, the grandkids in the house, it's like every day is a laundry day. There's always somebody throwing something. There's always something being washed. There's always something being gone through. I don't know why uh, my wife does it that way. I guess she just wants to see kids wearing clean clothes. Mm -hmm. But it was up to me being, I guess, the, the, the male person that I am. Whenever I had to do laundry for the family, whenever our kids were young and my wife had to work, I would say Monday, Monday is wash day. Whenever you leave for school, I need to see baskets right here. And if I see baskets right here, they will all get washed, dried, folded, and put back in your room. If I don't see baskets here, guess who won't have clothes? 
<laughs> and I would wash what I had. I go to school naked. Oh, how many clothes? Like, well, where was your basket? Well, I put a basket down there. It's like, oh, did you? Walk up to your room. What's on the floor here? <laughs> it looks like you're going to have to wear your cleanest, dirty clothes. It's all next <laughs> Monday. Because I'm not going to do is wash clothes again until next Monday. Because it was an all-day job. I started out you know, right after kids left. And I would be doing it until just about the time they got back because there was mm. a lot of clothes. But yeah. I'll, and I'll do it that way. That That's my dedicated day. But, but I'm not going to do this every day. I'm not going to do this every time you think you need a dirty sock to get squashed. And uh, that's how we did it. Yep. Now you got these washing machines. I got a washing machine here now that like if you put in um, like five towels, and you go to wash, it will, it's a smart washer where it'll, it'll use a little laser beams or something. It won't be like a big gigantic whole tub of water, you know, just use it, uh, you know, it, it does the things, it weighs the level of your clothes and you could have it just a few items and it'll, and it'll wash that way, or you can put in a whole tub full, you know, but. Uh, well, yeah, well, up in Michigan, uh, we had a washer uh we, i think we might have had a dryer <laughs> typically our dryer was clotheslines out in the back and uh that's great in the summertime <laughs> it's it's actually great in the winter time too amazingly you can they'll dry pretty fast in the winter time believe it or not um but uh that was how i did it. it's like i'm not gonna carry baskets to and fro the backyard just because of you <laughs> you know, I I don't want to be your slave here. <laughs> You're gonna have to do help me out. But back then, I, I still had some eyesight, and sorting things wasn't so difficult. And uh, but that's just how I did it. Uh, now these days, uh, I probably wouldn't volunteer to wash kids' clothes or anybody else's clothes. I would volunteer to wash mine because I keep mine in a in a hamper next to my dresser. And the, all the clothes that's in there should be mine. There, sometimes there might be somebody else's, but there shouldn't be. And mm. I'll be glad to take that and run it through. Yeah. We got any emails from listeners? Do we still got? Uh, we do, but uh, the question is: is uh, we're kind of running maybe a touch long on time. Yeah, read them now. What's in the mail for today? Oh, just the usual bunch of crackpot letters. What's it say? What? Well, isn't that nice? Uh, this one says, Hi, Jill, Terry, and Keith. I don't know if this was you guys or not, but the other day I saw two blind people fighting. And I was walking <laughs> down the street when I saw them come barreling out of the door of a tavern. And I, I was a little bit far away to rush over and try to break it up. So I yelled, my money is on the one with the knife. And they both ran away. <laughs> this is from Kevin. No last name, apparently. Kevin. Who thought it, Texas? Well, that's, that's the letter. Let's see if I can find the other one here real quick. Kevin. Yeah. Kevin's like Karen is in Australia, some kind of bad slang word. Is it? I don't know. I'm, I'm, I have to research 
find out. Yeah. <laughs> well, this one says, hi, TSF hosts. Excuse me. I have a funny story for you about the time that some of my friends took a boys only trip. I had spent weeks planning the perfect weekend away with a group of three other close friends. Two days before we were to leave, our buddy Rob's wife puts her foot down and tells him he is not going. We're all very upset that Rob couldn't go, but what can we do? So Two days later, the three of us get in the car and head out, only to find Rob sitting at the campsite with everything all set up. Firewood gathered, supper cooking on the fire. He smiled at us and said, what took you so long? I thought you guys would never get here. I asked him, dang, man, how long you been here? And how did you talk your wife and letting you go? Well, I've been here since last night, Rob said. Last or yesterday evening, I was sitting in my chair and my wife snuck up behind me. She put her hands over my eyes and said, guess who? <laughs> I pulled her hands off and I saw that she was in a red hot lingerie. She took my hand and took me to the bedroom. The room had two dozen candles all over the place and rose petals on, on the bed. And on the bed, she had handcuffs and ropes. She told me, cuff her and tie her to the bed. I did. And then she said, now you can do whatever you want. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> Since then, Rob has gone on lots of camping trips with us because his wife divorced him shortly after that. <laughs> this is from Ralph. Devilltown, Ohio. <laughs> poor Rob. Poor Rob's wife, I should say. Untie <laughs> me. Uh, it's like Gerald's game with Stephen King. <laughs> That's funny. Do whatever you want. So he took off to go camping. <laughs> okay, I think I will. <laughs> what a guy. What a guy. Oh, goodness. Well, we should do some final uh, yeah. thoughts because I have some. Me too. Let's get to our final thoughts. <laughs> you know, the, what, uh, uh, one thing a lawyer won't tell you is you're innocent until you're broke. Yeah. <laughs> Sound like personal experience to me. <laughs> yeah, you you know what my two brothers want to be for Halloween? Full of candy. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Bring it right here. It rarely occurs to teenagers that the day will come when they know as little as their parents. Do you know what it was called before zippers came along? 
a no-fly zone. <laughs> <laughs> Ghost husbands should never lie to their wives. They can see right through them. (laughs) (laughs) A local farmer thought his chicken coop was haunted. He had to call the exorcist. Thought of, here's a thought. Do you know what the most stubborn vegetable is in a garden? The peas de la resistance. Okay. <laughs> Not the, the grapes of wrath. Huh? We never take a bath. <laughs> did, did you hear Starbucks is hiring witches? Because of how well they brew. <laughs> yeah, that's very good. Well, speaking of that farmer with the ghost of the hot chicken coop, I think the ghost of the chicken coop was a poultry geist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you ever wondered why math teachers make better dancers? They have all the algorithms. <laughs> they got algorithms. They got algorithms. Oh, all the rhythms. I don't have any more. <laughs> well, that chicken farmer, he ended up not paying his exorcist and he got repossessed. <laughs> I have one more kind of Halloween one. Thought of the day. Do you know how the grave digger proposed? Will you bury me? (laughs) (laughs) Again, in the spirit of Halloween, I threw a ghostly boomerang 10 years ago, and then it ended up appearing from nowhere and hitting me. I knew it would come back to haunt me. <laughs> That's all I got for this time. So, Happy Halloweeny. Happy yeah. Halloween. Yeah. By the be, time they hear this, it'll be after Halloween. Well, it'll be, no, it'll be tomorrow. Our next episode will be after Halloween. Our next episode will be our first one and our second season and the first one for November. Uh, election day yeah, just like think, last year deja vu uh, yeah this would be uh, uh, at least the mayors in <coughs> Virginia are being elected not mayor governor but Virginia being elected but Donald Trump was running again <laughs> well he says he is now that's a story no, for Halloween <laughs> I mean next week Well, this is where we like to sign off and say thanks for listening. Tell a friend about us. Leave us a comment, an email, rating and review, all that good stuff. Send in your funny jokes. Yeah, send us your funny jokes, your funny family We want to get 10,000 new (laughs) listeners. (laughs) Grab 10 of your best friends. We want to be like other podcasts. (laughs) 
You got 10 of your best friends or 10 of your worst enemies, whatever you think about us. <laughs> Just gonna make them subscribe, grab their phone and slip us in there. Anyway, that's all I got. So see you next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Yeah, listen again. Yeah, and again and again. <laughs> Where we can drink coffee and go pee. <laughs> that sounds funny. TSF at that sounds funny dot com. <laughs>